What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the show, the podcast. We are here on Monday, December 19th. Getting ready to wish all you guys a wonderful Christmas holiday, if that is what you celebrate. If you uh, celebrate Hanukkah, I know we're in the middle of Hanukkah right now, so happy Hanukkah to you. Happy holidays to anything you celebrate. I appreciate you guys for uh, listening to this podcast every week. It is the season of giving, and for you guys to give me your time every week and listen to this show means a considerable amount. It means more than you'll probably ever realize. So I, I truly, from the bottom of my heart, thank you, thank you. I hope you uh, enjoy spending time with friends, family, whomstever you choose to spend your time with this holiday season. Um, today, as you guys saw from the title, we're going to be talking about five things I'd like to see in MLB The Show 23. This is not an uh, exhaustive list. There might actually be 67, 68, 69 things I want to see in MLB The Show 23. But I've narrowed it down to five, just for the sake of brevity. Um, we might do another uh, version of this episode in a few weeks, maybe a few months, depending on news that gets announced, like five more things we want to see in the Show 23. But for now, December 19th, these are my five things. Uh, a couple quick updates. I will be streaming Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, we will be doing <clears throat> excuse me, more fun team builds in ranked seasons. The very first team, uh, theme team Thursday, excuse me, will be posted this Thursday on my YouTube channel, KDJ TV. Go find it. Go subscribe. You're already watching on YouTube. Subscribe anyway. Leave a comment down below if you like my face. Um, we did for that build a really fun team build. We're actually going to talk about that because it ties into one of our five things we want to see in MLB The Show 23. You'll see what I mean when we get there. Uh, secondly... It's probably too late, but if you're looking to find gifts for people this holiday season, go to Diamond Crew Apparel, that's crew with a K.com. Use code KDJTV, you get 15% off your order. Super cool baseball uh, uh, lifestyle type of fashion stuff. Cool shirts, sunglasses, hats. I, I, can, I mean, list the clothing item, they have it. Super cool stuff, really high quality. Diamond Crew with a K Apparel.com, 15% off with KDJTV. Enough bullshit! Let's talk. So, you guys are going to be looking at my screen, if you're watching on YouTube. I don't really know how much this is going to play into it. I might just putz around while we're here. If you guys are listening on Apple or Spotify, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I looked at my Spotify wrapped that I was sent uh, as a podcaster, and you guys continue to blow me away. So, thank you guys so much. Uh, if you listen to the show every week and you don't follow, just hit the, hit the, hit the little follow button. Thank you. Um, first thing. I think this is pretty much universally wanted by a lot of people in the community who I've heard speak. Um, you might not be thinking you want this, or it hasn't crossed your mind, but I promise you to be super cool. The World Baseball Classics this year. I would love World Baseball Classic content. Does that mean maybe the release of this game is a little early? I hope so. That'd be super cool. I'd love to stop playing LV Show 22 as soon as possible. Um... There are a couple things that uh, we could discuss when it comes to World Baseball Classic cards. Number one, obviously there are significant rights issues with players who are not Major League Baseball players. A lot of players who might play for like Team Israel or Team Japan or Team China, they might just play in their home countries. Or they are minor league level players or whatever the situation is. And that's not a slight to them. But we don't have their rights. Only the show doesn't have their rights. And I don't know how sticky that gets legally with trying to purchase rights for people who are not affiliated literally at all with Major League Baseball. So maybe they just make, give us World Baseball Classic cards of current Major League players. 
I would imagine there are enough players playing on other teams to give us crazy content. Like, obviously, we'll have USA guys, Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico, Japan. The list goes on and on. But I think there will be enough players playing on the quote-unquote more obscure teams in the World Baseball Classic um, that we can make some pretty cool content. Remember, like, Didi Gregorius, I think, played for the Netherlands. I might be wrong, but, like, guys like that playing on teams like that could give us opportunities for World Baseball Classic cards. Now, if the game comes out early, MLB The Show 23 comes out a little early, we've been used to it coming out that first week of April or the first day of April. If it comes out, say, first week of March, mid-March, we could have it in, in step, in tandem with the World Baseball Classic. Or, another avenue I see, this is my plan B, I prefer the first one I just mentioned, but plan B would be, you know how there's always that first program or first team affinity, as it was called in the past? What if the first program, instead of another Legends of the Franchise or Face of the Program, whatever the fuck they call it, they give us something cool, something fresh. Hit us with World Baseball Classic cards, sick card art. I would imagine at least one player from all 30 Major League Baseball teams will be represented in the World Baseball Classic. I'd be stunned if that was not the case. Obviously, this plan B is contingent upon that happening because you can't have 29 teams and then, like, I don't know, the fucking Pirates just don't get a card. That's not that's not how Team Affinity or these programs work. But I think World Baseball Classic cards would be super, super, super cool. I've seen mocks of them from uh, MLB The Show Card Art and, and all these other phenomenal Twitter accounts, which you should go follow, by the way. Um, they do stellar work, and they should work for SDS immediately. Um... But some of their card mock-ups just look so cool. The World Baseball Classic logo in itself is really cool. So to be able to put that onto a card and it'll be the show, create more awareness for the event, uh, I think that'd be awesome. So World Baseball Classic cards, number one, that's what I want in it'll be the show 23 right now. Obviously, that is not something we can get annually. That would only happen when the World Baseball Classic is played. Maybe we get them as flashback cards in other games. We're not looking ahead right now. We're not talking 24 and it'll be the show 25. We're talking it'll be the show 23. Next, number two. This is a big one for me, and I, I harp on this a lot. Often jokingly. You know, if you listen to this show and have listened for a while, I, I am a firm uh, acknowledger that not every card is for you or me. Your least favorite card might be my favorite card. You know, that's just the nature and the beauty, kind of, of this game. But, for only the show 23, I would like SDS to better use their funds on Legends, okay? This is what we're going to tie into what I said in the beginning of the show. Our first theme team Thursday, coming out this Thursday, will be, it doesn't really have, the team itself doesn't really have a name, I'm working out the kinks on that, but it's basically the SDS Stop Fucking Buying Their Rights team. It is made up of just abysmal Legends. I don't, you know what, I'm going to, for the content, for the content, I'm going to try to go back to see if I can find this team. Because I used it in Ranked Seasons on stream. Um, can I... Hold on, we're going to do this together. We're going to find this out. Oh, oh, never mind, I fucked up. Um, I would like to find it because I think it is it is important for you guys to get an idea of the types of legends I mean here. Um, by the way, you guys are looking at the... Um, what, Flawless? I don't Flawless by myself, by the way. Four whole Flawlesses this year. Didn't All right, here's a team. Sorry. Here's a team. So... The all-SDS fucking leave-them-at-home-stop-buying-their-rights team. Brett Saberhagen was the ace. We had Paul Molitor, Robin Yount, Joe Carter, Tony Perez, Minnie Minoso, Richie Ashburn, 
Smith. Ozzie Smith, Jason Kendall. I actually homered with Robin Yount and Jason Kendall, and we won 2-1. to one. Brett Saberhagen pitched a gem. But it was just... Listen, it included guys like Cy Young, Burt Blylevin. Uh, if it's a shitty legend, you name it. This is no disrespect to these individuals as baseball players or their actual real-life accomplishments, but they are just dog-duty shit, and that'll be the show. Why are we paying for Paul Mahler when we could be paying for, I don't know, Nomar Garcia Parra? Why are we paying for Joe Carter, Tony Perez, and Manny Minoso when we can pool those funds together and get A-Rod? Like, I understand not every card is for every person. I understand SDS tries to do their best to balance out legends per team. I get it. But let's get some more fun legends that might actually be used. I have never played a ranked seasons game this year in which I saw Molitor, Yount, Carter, Perez, Minoso, Ashburn, and that's it. People use Ozzy Smith. Some people use Jason Kendall. I have never... Listen, literally, 66.666667% of my lineup was never used cards. That's not good. They're just binder fodder. Paul Molitor, his best card this year was a 91. And he was my leadoff hitter. Because I... For the memes, really. Um... But let's just pump these guys to the curb. No disrespect to their real-life accomplishments. There are Hall of Famers on this list, and they're deserving ones. But I don't want to play with them on the show anymore. I think SDS, they've started to do a pretty good job of it, but they need to do a better job of it. Targeting the early to mid-2000s and giving... Even late 90s. We can kind of trickle it into there. Late 90s, early 2000s, mid-2000s. Give me those legends. Give me, like like I said, Garcia Parra, A-Rod, fucking Richie Sexton. I, if you want to figure out a way to get Sosa McGuire, I don't think that's happening. But sure, I'll take him. Like, those are the type of guys I would love to see in MLB The Show. Andy Pettit. I'm going to start listing Yankees. Bernie Williams. Paul O'Neill. Roger Clements. Like, guys that would be fun, theoretically, that would uh, be bigger names for a player base of a game that is getting increasingly, increasingly younger. Or I'm just getting older. I don't know. Um, but I would imagine a 12-year-old getting this game for Christmas while he or she may not care very much about being competitive, doesn't give a flying fuck about Paul Molitor and has never heard of him before. I would probably be like 80% sure that that's the case. Instead, let's get the big name guys. Like, even if they didn't grow up watching them, they, they at least know who A-Rod is. See what I'm saying? So, use your funding better. Because Lord knows they don't put funding into fixing the game. At least give me the cards. Uh, number three. Number three on the list of five things I'd like in MLB The Show 23. Dedicated servers. We've talked about this before. Scan and I talked about this on my 100th episode. Shout out Scan, the real MVP. Um, SDS, game by game, does not run on dedicated servers. I don't know a lot of the science behind it. I'm not going to pretend I do. I'm not going to go into a large explanation of it because I'll probably get it wrong. However, everyone and their mother says that dedicated servers would fix player-to-player -player connection, it would fix significantly the lag issues, it would fix significantly the discrepancies between input and result. All those things sound good to me. So if you want to give me those, Ramon, I'm down. Dedicated servers. You're owned by Sony. Sony has ungodly amounts of money. I cannot imagine it very hard to invest just a tad, a tad, a tiddly-dink in server strength. At the very least, there needs to be better server strength. Xbox has been added. Next year will be its third year of Xbox. 
Nintendo Switch next year will be its second year, and thankfully it's last year. I believe that was confirmed, or that was just rumor on the internet. Don't hold me to that. I'm hoping Nintendo Switch is the last year next year, because it was fuck. I'm not buying it for Switch next year. I did this year. I'm not doing it next year. Uh, but tangentially, um, there have been enough new games, or enough new consoles, rather, introduced with large player bases that SDS has the money. I understand Xbox's Game Pass. I don't get enough money from that. Yada, yada. I, I get it. But people on Xbox are buying the game as well. Not everybody uses Game Pass. Um, I need it. I need dedicated servers. I need something that's going to... It's incredible. Because right now, December 19th, I've played five event games on the new event. Whopping rewards, by the way. Fergie Jenkins, John Schmoltz, and I love Don Mattingly, but Don Mattingly sucks. I, I've played five event games, or seven event games. I'm five and two. Sorry. Uh, just played all shitters, like just troll bags. I don't know. We, we're going to make that trend, by the way, troll bags. Um, uh, but what I'm getting at here is the connection in December when there's nobody playing the game is absolutely dog water. It's terrible. That can't be the case. It shouldn't be the case ever when there's a lot of players playing or zero players playing, but especially in December when there's hardly anybody on the game. Server strikes should not be a problem. Uh, number four. I think this also kind of ties in a bit to number three as far as lag and input versus a reward and things like that. Next gen optimized. Listen, we're going to have a real heart to heart right now and some people are not going to like what I'm about to say, but, but just hear me out. And if you don't like what I say, I apologize, except I don't apologize. It is the year of our Lord 2022, soon to be 2023. The PlayStation 5 and Xbox, whatever the hell it's called, have been out for two plus years, two and a half years. I might be, uh, it came out in 2020, you know, two-ish years. If you don't have one by now, it's not because they're impossible to get. It's because you've chosen not to get one. Listen, I'm not trying to say you should willy-nilly spend your money. I understand, even if you get them at retail, these fucking, these are expensive consoles. So I am not money-shaming you at all, if that's the case. But if your complaint is that, oh, they're too hard to get, I could go on the Xbox store or Microsoft store right now and buy an Xbox. Last week, PlayStation was just selling PS5s like fucking nuts at the, the, the PlayStation store, Stody store, whatever the hell it's called. They're available. It is time to phase out old gen. You can't even call this next gen anymore. It's the gen. It's been out for 24, 25, 26 months. Um, I think there are avenues to make a PS4 and Xbox whatever version of the game and then a PS5 and Xbox whatever version of the game. I think it would eliminate a lot of the poo-poo connections, a lot of the input lag, a lot of the, you know, bad rewards on what you think are good swings, what very well could be good swings. Um, I think it is time to, at the very least, optimize the game for current gen. PS4 and Xbox, whatever, can still be involved, but the game cannot be built on those systems, those, 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 those hardwares, that hardware. It has to be built and prepared as if it is a PS5 and Xbox, whatever, only game. I think I did a decent job of explaining that. I'm sorry if I didn't, but I also think you know what I'm getting at here. Um, 
And listen, again, if you play PS4 and don't want to upgrade to PS5, uh, that's totally your prerogative. I'm not judging you. You guys can do whatever you want. If that's your if that's your bag, money is hard to come by. I know life is tough. Inflation, I get it. I'm not forcing you to buy one. I'm not shaming you that you don't. But if the excuse you're making is they're impossible to get, that's just categorically false. If you say they're too expensive, even at retail, I am 100% behind you. Without a doubt, unquestionably. But they're available. And that's the big point here. Uh, and then finally, number five, fifth most bestest, greatest thing I want to see in MLB The Show 23. And this goes without saying. You guys were probably thinking I'd say something along lines like this. And I don't think we have enough time or space or knowledge to even really dive into it too deep. But a new hitting engine. I think it's time. I remember... Sheesh, when, when would it have been? Something around like MLB The Show 17, 18. I can't remember exactly what it was. They introduced ball physics into the game. Revolutionary, I know. They introduced ball physics. And along with that, slowly came this new hitting engine. Over the years, they developed it. Perfect perfects were added. Uh, swing paths, exit below, launch velocity, uh, uh, exit velocity. Important things. All things that can still be the basis of a new hitting engine. But we've had this pretty similar one for four or five games. Obviously with some tweaks here and there. I know Perfect Perfects are not five years old, but you, you catch my drift here. It is time for a, hit, a new hitting engine. At le or at least a hitting engine update if they want to keep this one. The fact that we went this entire game cycle without a single hitting patch... Zero. Zero hitting patches. Zero. And then they continually, every live stream, degraded us and belittled us by saying, oh, you guys are stupid. The hitting engine's great. One billion swings. 17 trillion swings. Shut up. It sucks. The game is bad. They don't even play their own game based on a lot of the content they put on Twitter, by the way. Um, there are a lot of fine people who work at SDS. Unfortunately... None of them work in game development. They all work in content, and those are cool people. But the game development people have no fucking clue what's going on, in my opinion. I've never met them, but I'm just telling you right now, the game does not work as intended, because it is intended to work like a baseball game, and it just doesn't. Um, maybe against the CPU it does. Online play, there are just fundamental issues that need to be addressed. Um, I just think, I really think it's time the fact that they gave us no hitting patches this year, I actually think lends itself to support the theory that we're getting either a new hitting engine or a significantly revamped one. Because instead, uh, it, it, it's kind of shitty to say, like, we purchased the game and then they didn't put any effort into it. But the fact that they didn't spend any time updating this hitting engine could, not does, but could, theoretically mean they were instead spending all that time, all that energy, all those resources on just building something new. That's me being a hopeful, hopeful idiot. I'm a hopeless romantic. Um, I'm hoping that's the case. Because God almighty, I never thought I would say to myself that I'm sick of an Emily the Show game. Like, we joked in the past, like, oh, it'll be the show 21. I'm sick and tired of playing it. That's because I was excited for the new one. I am actually sick of MLB the Show 22. Because the game is just bad. It's just bad. And then making the hitting engine and some of the input issues worse 
are the swing animations. The fall over. The, the random glitchy early swing on an outlier fastball that you thought you were late. It, 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 nothing makes sense. I know a lot of us players and especially content creators, I will be very transparent, often give many excuses for poor performance. I've never claimed I'm the best MLB The Show player on earth, and I think you guys all know I'm not. And sure, a lot of the complaints that I have about this game might just be from personal failures in certain situations. But I know, because I've played this game a fucking lot. Not all in ranked seasons, a lot of events, a lot of BR. I've played this game a lot. A lot, a lot, a lot. I would imagine I'm in the top 5% of hours played of this game. There are issues. And so, a new hitting engine would fix a ton. Remember when they added Pinpoint, which I know is not is also a little wonky, but remember when they added Pinpoint? That was like a big, big, major pitching update. We have not gotten the corresponding hitting update. Hitting, of course, in my head, is probably fundamentally more difficult to fix or create because there's a lot that goes into it. But it's time. Like, revolutionary Pinpoint was super cool. Give me a revolutionary hitting engine. Guys, those are my five things I want to see right now in MLB The Show 23. Uh, like I said, we could certainly come up with more of these episodes. If you guys have one, two, three, four, five, sixteen things you want to tell me about MLB The Show 23, put them in the comments down below. I appreciate you guys listening this far. If you've made it this far, again, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Holidays. I'll say Happy New Year to you guys next episode. Um, but enjoy this time with your family. Enjoy this time with your friends. Now is a great time to unplug from video games. If you're traveling, sure, you hit, hit the switch up or whatever, but spend time with your families. Spend time with the loved ones uh, that you have with you. Just cherish every moment. All right? Thank you guys for listening. I'll talk to you next week.